quite something to see, isn't it? The scoreboard here in the Astrodome and simulating the landing on the moon of the three astronauts. At first base tonight for the Houston Astros, Dennis Menke pulled over from his regular shortstop position. Little Joe Morgan is down at second base. Marty Martinez will be the shortstop tonight. The Red Rooster, Doug Rader, will be at third base. And fresh from Seattle and the American League, the two-time National League batting champion, Tommy Davis, is out in left field. In center field will be Jim Wynn. In right field, Jay Alou. John Edwards is behind the plate. And Don Wilson, who at the age of 24, has struck out 18 in one game, eight in a row, and has two no-hitters to his credit, will be the pitcher tonight for Houston. His record is 16 to 9. The St. Louis Cardinal lineup, and they have some injuries. Leading off and playing in left field is Lou Brock. In center field, Kurt Flood. Veda Pinson injured. Vic Davalillo is in right field. Joe Torres, the catcher tonight, because catcher Tim McCarver is injured. Mike Shannon, former catcher and outfielder, is at third base. And making about his fourth start of the year, the veteran ex-giant and ex-Philadelphia Philly, Bill White, at first base. Julian Javier is at second. Dow Maxwell is the shortstop. And the pitcher started and won the All-Star Game, Steve Crowley. Lou Brock hitting at 295, 11 home runs, 42 RBIs, leads it off for the Cardinals against Don Wilson. Strike. And for those of you just joining us, expecting to see Chicago at Cincinnati, it is raining in Cincinnati. Brock, strike two, Lou strikes out a lot. Of course, has given us so many thrills in the World Series and throughout the year. He has struck out 98 times already this season. Five. Don Wilson, in 202 and a third innings, has struck out 216 batters. Very nearly got Brock that done. Astros lead in the series with the Cardinals, six games to four, and here in the Astrodome, they've won three out of four. That's Don Wilson. No hitter against Cincinnati this year. Won against Atlanta two years ago. Fouled off. Count remains one and two. Jim Wilson has a fine fastball, as we said earlier, and he throws very hard. Uh, if he has any problem, it's usually going to be control. His ERA is 3.74 and this big ballpark is not uh, a great ERA. Uh, he probably would be a little lower if his control was better and as the years go on I'm sure that's going to happen. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Fouled off again. 3-2 and two to Brock, the leadoff batter in the ballgame. The Cardinals have won the National League pennant the last two years in a row, 10 games down in the loss column, 10 and a half behind the Chicago Cubs. 3-2 pitch, and he's called out on strikes. 
Jimmy, you make a pitch like that three and two, you're going to get a lot of hitters out. Uh, Wilson was having a little problem through the two and two pitch, a high fastball, and hit low outside, and uh, Brock could do nothing but take it. Here's Kurt Flood, three for five in yesterday's ball game. And over the last six games, Kurt has gone 11 for 25 and is hitting at a blistering 440 pace. Outside, ball one from Wilson. His overall average, 291. Two and oh. Well, Chicago leads the Eastern Division of the National League by four games over the Mets. Cincinnati by a couple of percentage points over San Francisco. Chicago at Cincinnati tonight, and it is raining in Cincinnati. That's why you're watching this ball game. Three and oh, the flood. This is Labor Day. A lot of games were played this afternoon, and as this game progresses, we'll bring you up to date on all of the scores in both leagues. Tonight's special Major League Baseball telecast being brought to you in living color on NBC. If it is special, it's on NBC. High down the right field line, overcomes Alou in the foul territory and makes it into the seats. Now for the second time in two batters, Wilson has gone to the 3-2 count. on deck. No score. We're in the top of the first. Another foul to the right. I think at one time in Houston before the Astrodome was built and the 72 degree temperature, if pitcher threw this many pitches early in the ball game, you'd be sure it was going to affect him late in the game, but I don't think there's any problem with that now with the Dome. 3-2 pitch again. Chance for Martinez at shortstop. Rifles it on to Menke at first, and they're two down. Well, I tell you, there are thunder showers in the Houston area tonight. So were it not for the fact we're in the Astrodome, which of course is covered, we might be in trouble here, too. Here's Vic Davalio hitting at 194, two home runs, 10 RBIs. Seventh major league season for Davalio. Five and a half of those years for the Indians went to the Angels last year. Scott first pitch to Davalio, strike one. Wilson has a fantastic record against the Cardinals, even though he is 0-2 this year. There's a strike. Last time out, he lost 2-1 in the 10th inning. And Carlton has gone 18 innings against the Astros and has only given up one earned run this year. That's the kind of pitching duo we have tonight. Two-strike pitch to Davalio. Foul back. Down ball, but it's foul. That's Dick Sisler, who's the first base coach picking it up. George Kissel is over at third. The umpires, Chris Pelicutis behind the plate, Doug Harvey at first, Frank Deslin at second, and Shag Crawford at third. Five, one and two.
Cardinals have lost their last three in a row, seven of their last nine, after a very hot streaking July. 2-2 now to Davalillo. Breaking pitch. He's out. That's the third out. He has been struck out for a second strikeout in the inning for Don Wilson. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. So in the middle of the first, the score, the St. Louis Cardinals nothing with the Houston Astros coming to bat. Use your imagination, and you'll find yourself using the new Dodge Monaco wagon in more ways than you can count. Because we loaded it with more great features than you can count. Like a load area that goes on forever. Like a two-way tailgate that swings out for people. And down for cargo. And something else. We loaded Monaco with the kind of luxury you see on a fine car. Like optional 8-track stereo. Or this nice touch automatic speed control that maintains the speed you choose with the mere flick of a finger. And something extra special, an ingenious wind spoiler device that sweeps the tailgate with clean, fresh air, keeps road dust and fumes away from the rear window. Add to it all the breathtaking styling and the greatest values on the biggest selection in town, and you've got it, the Dodge Monaco station wagon. Can't you just see yourself? Jim Simpson with Sandy Koufax back at the Astrodome. It is raining for the Chicago-Cincinnati game. Bill White will be at first base for the Cardinals. Javier is at second. Al Maxwell at short. Mike Shannon at third. Lou Brock in left. Kurt Flood in center. Vic Davalio is over in right. The catcher is Joe Torrey. And the pitcher about to throw his first pitch is Steve Carlton throwing to Joe Morgan, hitting at 237. Carlton's record 15 and 7. He leads the National League with the earn run average of 1.86. Ball one. Joe Morgan is at second base, leading it off. It'll be followed by Jay Alou in right field, Jimmy Wynn the center fielder, Tommy Davis playing his first game for the Astros in left. High in the air, White watches it go into the stands. Doug Rader will be at third base, batting fifth. Dennis Menke, batting sixth, the first baseman. Marty Martinez, batting seventh at shortstop. John Edwards, the catcher, batting eighth. And Don Wilson, ninth. They have the old-timers game here this evening, and there's a fine crowd expected to be better than 30,000. One-one count to Morgan, and it's strike two. No score, Morgan leading off the last of the first. Sandy, they talk about the curve of Carlton's, the fastball of Carlton's. He claims that this year the slider has helped. I think definitely, Jim. Uh, he's always had good stuff. He didn't get the curveball over well enough or often enough. The slider was that pitch for him. And that struck out Morgan. Here is Jay Alou, now playing right field with the addition of Tommy Davis, hitting a 219. Alou, of course, the youngest of the three Alou brothers, Felipe, Matty with the Pirates, and in the race for another batting title. And Jay, Felipe, when Sandy and I were in Atlanta over the weekend, had been benched for lack of hitting. Strike. Tommy Davis told Sandy before tonight's game, 
And in looking over Carlin, he's not going to be looking over the strike zone because Carlin simply throws nothing but strikes. And that's what he's been doing. There's a change, but it's up high, one and one. Mel McGahey is at first base, coaching tonight for the Astros, and Salty Parker over third. Now into the Astro dugout. I think you can pretty much look at a pitcher's earned run average and tell about his control. It's awfully difficult to have a good earned run average if you're walking a lot of hitters. When that many hitters are getting on base, they're bound to score. And I think control shows up in the two ERAs, Carlton with the low one and Wilson with a little higher one. And as you said, Steve has good control and Wilson does have a little bit of a problem. 2-2 two -two the count to Alou. Carlton 15-7 and seven on the year. is fair picked up by Bill White and that's the second out. Sure, it looked like Bill White made a fine play on that ball. What could have been a routine ground ball hit the base and came up on Bill and it looked like Bill played it off his chest, stayed with it and uh, made the play. Here's Jimmy Wynn hitting a 265 but leading the Astros in home runs with 28 and RBIs with 72 and has 121 walks. And therein lies one of the stories why they've obtained Tommy Davis. Check swing. It's fouled into the stands. General Manager Speck Richardson hopes that with Tommy Davis batting fourth, that they will not walk Wynn so much. The Astros, with Morgan with 94 walks and Wynn with 121, lead the National League in getting walks. This is high in the air and back in the stands. Strike two to Wynn. Chicago's game with Cincinnati scheduled to be seen on NBC most of the nation tonight. It is raining in Cincinnati. That is Tommy Davis who's on deck. Two strike pitch. One and two. his big thrill of course was in Washington D.C. in a game delayed overnight because of rain speaking of rain to start and win the all-star game for the National League. 2-2 oh, yeah. struck him out as he changed on it. So both pitches have struck out two men in the first inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the end of one, the Cardinals nothing and the Astros nothing. You know, one of the most exciting things in the game of baseball, in my opinion, is the stolen base. That is a real art. Say, fellas, how about another Schlitz? Schlitz, the beer that's golden age to mellow every golden drop. It's the reason why, when you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. And Maury Wills in the playoff game, in the final playoff game with the uh, Giants, was on first base. And that pitcher just come setting away. He went and stole second base clean as a whistle. And got up and dusted himself off. And I looked up on the next pitch. Here he comes. And he slides in the third base clean as a whistle. And the ball went in the short left field. And, of course, I'm very excited. And I'm waving him on in home. And I remember falling flat on my face right on the ground in the third base coaching box. Because, in my opinion, that was the biggest run of the day. And I thought that would lock it up. He's the best I've ever seen. Say, fellas, how about a nice cold Schlitz? Well, you can see in the National League there, Chicago at Cincinnati, it's raining. Philadelphia at San Diego later on tonight. 
Pittsburgh beat Atlanta this afternoon, 7-1, the sixth straight loss at home for the Braves. The Dodgers, 10, the Mets, 6, and San Francisco took Montreal 12-2. We'll check more scores in a moment. Joe Torrey hitting a 287. Facing Don Wilson, and there's strike one. Torrey leads the Cardinals in home runs with 17 and in RBIs with 78 and has played at first base much of the year until McCarver came up hurt. Now he's behind the plate. Wilson threw that one by him, Sandy. Yes, he did. I think Don uh, struck out two hitters in the first inning, but that looked like the best fastball he's thrown all night. Torrey, of course, with tremendous power to right field. One and two. I think you're also going to see a lot of curveballs taken by the St. Louis batters. It looks like most of them are going up there looking for the fastball, and they'll take the curveball until they get two strikes on him. So if Don gets it over, he's going to get a lot of curveballs for strikes. Inside 2-2. Mike Shannon on deck. Scoreless ball game in the top of the second. That's Don Wilson. Pulled foul. It was up and in on him, and Torrey got around on it. I think that's just a case of a bad breaking ball. It looked like it might have been a slider, and uh, anytime you get the breaking ball up or inside like that, especially to good hitters, uh, they hit it pretty hard. <laughs> Another ground ball foul, and the Cardinals are diving for cover in that dugout. 2-2 to Torrey, leading off the second. There's Mudcat Grant, pitcher and singer extraordinary. Struck him out, and that's the third strikeout for Wilson. Well, Wilson, with 218 strikeouts now, then a little bit more than 203 innings, and his teammate, Tom Griffin, are the only two starting pitchers in the National League with more strikeouts than they have innings pitched. Here's Mike Shannon hitting at 263. There hasn't been a base run in the ball game yet. Ball one. Drive to left field. Back goes Tommy Davis. On the warning track and has it. And that's the first play. As an Astro, Davis has made. A reminder again, those of you who may have just come in from that long Labor Day weekend, and we hope you had a safe and happy trip, that we were to have brought you Chicago at Cincinnati tonight, but it is raining in Cincinnati. Thus, we're in the Astrodome in Houston, Texas, where it never rains. Here's Bill White hitting a 229. He's only been up 48 times, has three RBIs. Of course, a great career cut short by that injury to his Achilles tendon. Punches it foul. I think I said Wilson has 218 strikeouts, make it 219 with a strikeout of Jordan. One and one. Wilson has returned the first five in a row, three of them on strikeouts. But Shannon got pretty good will on the ball. and a good-looking pitch. 
Very good looking pitch. I think it has to be awfully tough for a fellow like Bill White who hasn't played regularly all year to walk up there and have to hit against a guy like Don Wilson throwing as hard as he is tonight. Out off again and again into the seats. Seattle and the Yankees split a doubleheader today. The Pilots winning the first five to one. The Yankees the second six to one. California and Washington split. There's a curveball, but it's low. Two two to Bill White. Boston beat Oakland six to two. Minnesota took Cleveland seven to five. So the Twins were out still another game over Oakland. There's a strikeout. That's a total of four for Wilson. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And in the middle of the second, St. Louis nothing, Houston nothing. Super Shell. It goes a long way. Introducing the Fooler. Taster's Choice. The new freeze-dried coffee. Taster's Choice. The freeze-dried coffee that looks, sounds, smells like real percolator coffee. Except you make it instantly. You could have fooled me. Tastes like fresh perk coffee. Taster's Choice from Nestle. The freeze-dried coffee. Good enough to fool you. This is Tommy Davis. His first time at bat for the Astros. With the pilots of Seattle, he had 271, 81 RBIs. Facing Steve Carlton in the scoreless game. Low, ball one. Davis, of course, two-time winner of the batting championship in the National League. Hit 346 in 1962 and 326 the next year. A couple years later, he broke an ankle, had some trouble. Ground ball backing on it as Maxfield, the long throw, and has Davis. And Tommy looks like he can really scoop. Very definitely, Jim. That's the best I've seen Tommy run in five or six years since he's hurt the ankle and uh, it's got to make him a lot better hitter. I know he had 20 stolen bases up at Seattle so he may have healed completely. Doug Rader hitting at 261. By the way in the Dodger Met game Willie Davis extended his hitting streak to 29 games and that's a club record for the Dodgers. Right. Carlton and Wilson thus far just breezing. I think they've both had great stuff. Uh, you talked a little bit more about Wilson so far early in the game because of the strikeouts, but Steve has looked very strong. He's throwing hard and had good control, as we said earlier, and it's going to be a good ball game. One and one now to Raider. Hitting at 261. They called Doug the Red Rooster. First came up with the Astros in 67 for the last 47 games of the year, and he hit 333. Last year, in and out of the lineup with military duty, he hit 267 in 98 games. And he's at 261 right now. Three and one. 
Carlin has gone as high as 2-2 on a Lou and win, but this is the first time he has reached three balls and one strike. Wilson threw quite a few pitches to the first two men he faced. Three and two, and he came right back with the Hummer. Yes, he did, and both these pitchers, both Wilson and Carlton, hold their stuff very well. They're big and strong, and neither one of them tires quickly, so uh, we're liable to see a nothing-nothing game all night uh, if, uh, if they keep up the way they've been going. A reminder, Sandy, that in 18 innings against the Astros this year, Carlton has allowed one earned run, has no decisions. 3-2 pitch. Foul back. Dennis Menke is on deck. Doug looks a little heavier there. We're informed that he is heavier in the batting average by 20 points on his last road trip and draws the first walk and becomes the first base runner of the ballgame. And that'll bring up Dennis Menke. This coming Saturday night, NBC brings you all the magic and excitement of the 49th annual Miss America pageant. Bert Parks and Debbie Bryant will be your co-hosts for the pageant to end all pageants. This Saturday night, beginning at 10 Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 o'clock Pacific time, live and in color, right here on NBC. Menke having one of his better years, hitting a 281 inside, and with 82 RBIs, he surpasses his all-time Major League career record. Call on to play first base. But while at shortstop, throughout most of the season showing a lot of range and better speed than he has shown since he had an injury. High in the air. Back goes Maxwell. In comes Flood. Over comes Brock. And it is Flood who leaps up and takes it for the second out. Jim, there's still a problem here. They've painted this dome to make it easier to see. Before they painted it, uh, a lot of players had trouble. A lot of balls fell in. But unless you keep your eye on the ball, if you take your eye off it for one second, then you stand a good chance of losing it. I think because of that, there have been more collisions in the outfield here than in any other ballpark. And we well remember the one that took a Lou out of action for some time. Here's Marty Martinez hitting at 3.06. Martinez, former Brave, came over for Bob Aspermani in a trade. Inside, ball one. And uh, checking the records, I saw last year that Martinez played about everywhere for the Braves. Catcher, shortstop, third base, second base. Check it first for Raider. But last night's the first time I can remember Marty playing in the outfield. He played left field for the Astros yesterday. Two out, Raider at first, no score. We are in the last of the second. Hyde, it's 2-0 to Martinez. Big Steve Carlton. If the Cardinals have had a disappointing year, Carlton has not. The outside corner, two and one. I think you have to wait a little bit more on Chris Pelicudis, the umpire. He's probably the most deliberate umpire in the National League. He takes his time. Like two, you seem to know something about it. Well, very definitely. Uh, there are a lot of times you stand out there and you throw a pitch and you know you've thrown a strike. 
and you want the umpire to call it, Chris just takes his time. He's not going to hurry about that. He wants to make sure he knows what he's going to say and knows what he's going to signal. He's a fine umpire. Drop with 2-2. Raider is not going. This is fouled back. Doug gave a little motion towards second base, but with Carlton, the left-hander, staring him right in the face, he wasn't about to go. Well, Minnesota won, Oakland lost. That puts Oakland five games down in the loss column. Down the right field line, and it's foul again. So the Western Division of the American League stretches out a little bit. That puts Oakland five and a half games down in the games behind column. Baltimore, of course, dominating the Eastern Division. National League in both divisions, it's a little bit different story. 2-2 to Martinez, and he is called out on strikes. Went off the bat, caught by the catcher, Torrey, and that's the third strikeout for Carlin. No runs, no hits, no errors, but one left. At the end of two, the Cardinals nothing, and the Astros nothing. This is the story of two very famous cigarettes. Their names, Salem and Super King Size Salem. They both taste country soft, country fresh. Only this one is longer. That's why, no matter which Salem people try, King or Super King, you can hear them say, You can take Salem out of the country, but... Who are you? Oh, how you doing, guy? I'm uh, your neighbor. Oh, didn't they tell you we share the same minister cabinet? <laughs> it's a new modern apartment. Hey, I we see just... you got silver right, guy. New antiperspirant. Yes, sir. Stop soda keeps you dry. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, I know all about that. I got the regular right guard. Yep, one shot. I'm good for the whole thing. Two yep. kinds of people, two kinds of right guard. Mona. Jim Simpson with Sandy Koufax from the Astrodome in Houston reminding you that Saturday at 2 o'clock Eastern time, we will have one of two games depending upon this National League race, which is a dandy. Either Pittsburgh at Chicago or Philadelphia at Shea Stadium in New York against the Mets. We'll make that decision later on in the week after seeing what happens the rest of the day and toward the middle of the week. But the game of the week will be Saturday at 2 o'clock Eastern time. Javier will lead it off, followed by Maxwell and the pitcher, Steve Carlton. Our reminder also that we were scheduled to have Chicago, the leaders in the east of the National League, against Cincinnati, the leaders in the west tonight, but it is raining in Cincinnati. Wilson's first pitch. Ball one. Javier hitting a 299, which leads the regulars of the Cardinals. And since August the 15th, he's been hitting at a 355 clip. Having one of his better years. Wilson has struck out four thus far. There's a strike, and that means that the Astros pitching staff now has a thousand strikeouts on the season. Javier has also shown fair power this year. Ten home runs. His best ever was 14. That was in 1967. Two and one. 
And of course, that was the first of two straight years in which the Cardinals won the pennant. The 2-1 pitch. And it's on the corner, 2-2. Watching Wilson work when he's just trying to hit corners and throw strikes, it looks like he throws the ball pretty much where he wants to. It's when he reaches back a little bit and tries to throw harder that he has a little control trouble. Fouled off, but still 2 2. There's a portion of the crowd here relaxing in this 72 degree temperature in the Astrodome. Temperature today in Houston reached the mid 90s, and there were thunder showers in the area. Javier last Tuesday night beat the Astros with a home run one to nothing. First game of a doubleheader. Now Wilson has gone to 3-2 on his third batter of the night. He has not allowed a base runner. There's only been one base runner. That was Raiders walk and the scoreboard shows the Cardinals no runs no hits no errors. The Astros no runs no hits no errors. Menke is off first base. Now Joe Morgan says he'll take it. And there's one out in the third. Jim, uh, you can tell how good stuff both these pitchers have, uh, especially the good fastballs. I don't believe there's been but one ground ball, I think, hit off both pitchers during the ballgame. That was probably off a breaking ball. Now Maxville hitting at 167. Right. Before the Cardinals got going well, they would put the finger on their fifth, sixth, and seventh men in the batting order, and the eighth for that matter, saying they were not producing runs. Well, they began to produce runs. The Cardinals began to go well, but not lately. They've lost seven of the last nine. Ground ball, that's Raider coming off third base, waiting for the hop on that artificial service, has it, and throws him out. Now here comes one of the better hitting pitchers, at least when Mr. Koufax and I have been around. Steve Carlin is hitting at 220, has hit two home runs in his lifetime, but we saw him hit a double in the All-Star game in Washington, then went to St. Louis the following weekend, and Steve got up and hit another double. And he has four doubles on the year. Jim, you say that 220 like you don't think that's respectable. I think any time <laughs> a pitcher hits over 200, he's having a great year. Ground ball, backing out of his Menke, and he'll toss to Wilson, and Wilson has it for the third out. And now Wilson has retired nine in a row. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the third, it's still a scoreless ballgame. Meet Grit Reed by day, hard-working cowboy. I'm a hard-working cowboy. And his faithful companion, sport truck. This is my faithful companion, sport truck. Nightfalls, they become the Dodge Adventurers. Get them up, sport truck. There's boredom in River City. Who are you? Perhaps my optional bucket seats, power steering, air conditioning will identify me. Aren't you the Dodge Adventurer? My secret's out. Come on, girl. We've still got time to swing. Just like my sport truck's cushion beam suspension. 
tomorrow, I'll be a hard-working cowboy. Dodge Adventurer, five-day hard-working pickup by night. Who knows? I hope you'll be with us on NBC Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock Eastern Time. The World Series of Golf from Akron, Ohio, the Firestone Country Club course. And the Masters champion, George Archer, Orville Moody, winner of the National Open. Tony Jackman, winner of the British Open. And Ray Floyd, the PGA champion, going for that $50,000 first prize. John Edwards, former Cincinnati catcher, former St. Louis catcher, takes high from Steve Carlton, ball one. Edwards hitting at 241 and credited by... The Astros pitching staff and their manager, Harry Walker, is having a lot to do with the development of this pitching staff of the Astros. High from Carlton, 2-0. Steve lost Doug Rader in a walk, and he's got two quick high pitches here to Edwards. And there's a third. I think uh, Steve is trying to keep the ball up a little bit and probably not that high. In fact, definitely not that high. Edwards is a low ball hitter, a low fastball hitter, and Carlton knows that, but he didn't want to go 3-0. There's a strike, 3-1. By the way, speaking of the World Series of Golf, Saturday and Sunday, one of our commentators will be Arnold Palmer. 3-1 pitch. High, and Carlton has walked his second man. The Astros, of course, have had quite a turnaround since their opening in April when they had a terrible record. Four wins and 20 losses. But look what they did in May. 20 and 6. June, a winning record, 15 and 13. July, a winning record, 15 and 10. August, a winning record, 15 and 14. And here we are, the first day of September, and they feel they've got a whale of a chance to take the division title. Well, with nobody out in the scoreless game, and a game that's going to be tough, we with you wonder, is Mr. Wilson up there to lay this ball down? Apparently so. And he's popped it up, but out of play, off the screen. In looking at the results of the schedule in April and May, I would almost have the feeling that the Astros were on the road most of April and home most of May. I don't know, but they have always been very tough here in the Astrodome. I know no matter when you play them, it seems like you'll beat them fairly well in your own ballpark, but boy, they're trouble here. Well, they've beaten the Cardinals three out of four here. Wilson squaring around again. There's the bunt, and it's foul again, and so Edwards will have to come back to first. This year, the Astros have won 44 and lost 22 here in the Astrodome. On the road, they have won 25 but lost 41. Two strikes to Wilson, who now looks down to Salty Parker, the coach at third, to see whether or not with two strikes he is still instructed to bunt. game last of the third Chicago and Cincinnati game scheduled for most of these stations rain high never got a chance to bump you know, I think uh, that lets you know what kind of hitter the pitcher usually is if he's not a good hitter they may let him try and bunt three times if he's a pretty good hitter sometimes they let him swing I know if I went up there to bunt I got three strikes to bunt on I didn't <laughs> get the swing Down ball, charging it is Shannon at third. One hand, bare hand, fine play, and got him. Well, 
Anderson didn't know it when he swung, but that's about as good a butt as he could lay down. Almost beat it out for base hit. The ball took a tricky little hop on Shannon. He made a good play, reaching out barehanded to come up with it and throw Wilson out. Of course, that is not a sacrifice. Here's Joe Morgan, who struck out swinging back in the first inning. Edwards becomes the first base runner to get as far as second base in this scoreless game. And we're in the third. has fine speed despite the fact that he's had fractured kneecaps and ligament problems with his knee. Edwards, of course, a big, heavy catcher down at second. Without great speed. One and one. On deck is JLU. say it'll be up to them once they start playing with their own division. They've got enough chances they say to knock off those ahead of them. The Reds, the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Braves. Two and one. And with the acquisition of Tommy Davis from Seattle, they feel they have a chance to make a run for it all. John Edwards, the base runner. Jim, I think Tommy has to help the Houston Ball Club. Uh, he's a good hitter. He makes contact. He hits line drives. And especially in a ballpark like the Astrodome, where you have this big, vast expanse of outfielder, there's a lot of room for line drives to fall in. And I know they're not looking for power, just base hits. In on Joe Morgan. And it's 3-2. but getting the walk, the third of Carlton is Joe Morgan. Here's Alou hitting at 219 before the game began, rounded out to White at first base. Jim, we've been talking about Tommy Davis. We are forgetting that Jim Bouton also came here from Seattle with Tommy and has pitched very well uh, for the Astros since he's been here. They tell me that Jim Bouton, who used to really fire the ball with the Yankees, is throwing about 90% knuckleballs. An overhand knuckleball. One to count to a loom and on first and second. This is hit out in the shallow left field. Back goes Maxville. He says he's got it, taps the glove, and Edwards has to hustle back to second. But they're two down with men still at first and second. Shallow left field. Back goes Maxville. He says he's got it, taps the glove, and Edwards has to hustle back to second. But they're two down with men still at first and second. And that brings up the toy cannon. Later in home runs and RBIs, Jimmy Wynn, who struck out on a 2-2 pitch back in the first. 
Henry Wynn doesn't have the size, apparently, to be a long ball hitter at 5'9", but he sure has the power. Those quick wrists. Ball one. Down at second base is John Edwards. And at first base, Joe Morgan, both of them on base with walks. 2-0. Well, Jimmy Wynn has drawn 121 walks, 13 intentionally. It is not Carlin's desire to walk him, of course, but they used to pitch around him to get to the number four man. That number four man now is Tommy Davis. Jim, I just can't believe it. Uh, they're trying to pitch around him in this situation. You just don't go moving the runners over to second and third, putting two men in scoring position. Well, Carlin is having trouble. Davis wiping those hands off. He may get a crucial chance to help the Astros in his very first game. Outside, way outside. Bases loaded, bringing up Tommy Davis. time that Carlton has put a man on on four pitches and the hand of course is for Davis. No activity yet in the Cardinal bullpen. There are two out and of course Carlton is having a whale of a year. Strike. Carlton leading the National League in earn run average 1.86. Davis and Sandy set a line drive tight hitter. And was not swinging for the line drive there. No, I think coming over to New Ball Club on a trade, he's got the bases loaded. Uh, I think he was going for four big ones, Jim. <laughs> well, Harry Walker's been looking for a right-handed hitting outfielder for a long while and finally has him in the person of Tommy Davis. He strike pitch. One and two. I doubt if you'll see that same swing now with two strikes. Uh, that's the kind of swing a hitter will take sometimes with no strikes or one strike, but you don't see too many guys trying to do that with two strikes. They've got to make contact now. Ground ball is Shannon who will step on third. That ends the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, but three men left. At the end of three, St. Louis nothing and Houston nothing. Prestone, America's number one antifreeze. Prestone, now with a new anti-leak formula. Prestone, in the famous red can or new plastic handy jug. Prestone, remember. Never pick up a stranger. Pick up Prestone antifreeze. Prestone, with the new anti-leak formula. These are killers. Battery killers. Their weapons, flashlights and toys. So EverReady created a battery that's harder to kill. The new EverReady Super 99 gives twice the energy of ordinary batteries in the standard heavy-duty test for only a few pennies more. Super 99, the battery that doesn't know when to quit. That's power to spare from the EverReady powerhouse. Ever-Ready. When you want a battery that's not 
with Sandy Koufax, Jim Simpson speaking from the Astrodome, a scoreless ball game, our third and final night game on NBC. But remember, our game of the weeks continue, and then we have the big divisional playoffs starting Saturday, October the 4th in the American League. It'll begin in the East. Will it be Minnesota and Baltimore? Minnesota took another game lead today, and in the West, well, you tell me, Chicago or New York against Cincinnati or San Francisco or Los Angeles or Atlanta or Houston. Best three out of five. You'll see them all on NBC. Followed, of course, by the World Series, which begins on Saturday, October the 11th. We have a scoreless game here. Chicago and Cincinnati scheduled to be on most of these stations tonight. It is still raining in Cincinnati. Hasn't been called yet, but it is still raining. Lou Brock, the leadoff batter, will lead it off in the fourth inning. Don Wilson, the pitcher, and that's strike one. There has not been a hit, and the Cardinals have not had a base runner. The Astros have had four all on walks. One and one, and if you, I'll ask you about that, Sandy, about the, the theory of talking about no hitters. This is only the third inning, but it just occurred to me that Don Wilson has thrown two in his life, and he's only 24 years old. That's a foul off Brock's ankle. What about superstition on the bench? Talk about it. Well, I think uh, they do now more than they used to. Years ago, I don't think anybody ever mentioned it, but I think you hear it more now on the bench occasionally. Uh, I know I've had opposing coaches sometimes during a ball game tell you about it as you pass them coming <laughs> off the field. Trying to shake you up a little bit, huh? One, two, this is foul down the left field line. Makes the seats. the counter block. Changed on him a little bit. He's fouled off again. July 14th last year is when Don Wilson struck out 18 in the game, eight in a row. And that's his fifth strikeout. And that is the second time Brock has been caught looking. If Lou doesn't like it, but I, I know a lot of people will say, well, if it's close enough to call a strike, it's close enough to swing at. And I, I think that pitch uh, was right there in the corner. It's the kind of pitch where uh, if you don't call it a strike, you can have the pitcher mad at you. Kurt Plato grounded out. And that's ball one on a breaking pitch. St. Louis. Got off to a bad start, 9 and 12. Still a losing record in May and June. Finally right it in a hot July and had a good August. Drive to center field. Back goes Jimmy Wynn. Now apparently has it in range. Taps his glove at the warning track. And that's the biggest blast off Wilson, with the exception of Shannon, who backed up Davis in left. Two down. And that'll bring up Vic Davilio. By the way, on Monday, September the 15th, that's just two weeks from tonight, you'll see the premiere of My World, and welcome to it. A bright new comedy based on the works of James Thurber. That's My World, and welcome to it, premiering Monday, September 15th at 7.30, 6.30 Central Time, here on NBC. Davilio was caught on a check swing to end the first inning, strike three, that's ball one. 
Wilson has now retired 11 men in a row. Another breaking pitch, 2-0. Well, everybody was waiting for Chicago and Cincinnati. What a confrontation that was to have been. They haven't called it yet, but it's still raining in Cincinnati. And, of course, what a confrontation it will be when they meet tomorrow. And there's the base hit. And that's the first base hit of the ball game. And that'll bring up Joe Torrey, who struck out to start the second. Torrey now taking off his equipment. Cardinals now, no runs, one hit, no errors. The Astros, no runs, no hits, no errors. Bluff's going. Ball is fouled off. Edwards gives chase and gives up as it falls into the seats. involved in that swap that sent Cepeda from the Cardinals to the Braves is having quite a year, 287. 17 home runs, 78 RBIs. Last year, he had 271. There goes the runner, swing, foul tip. And so Davolio will have to come back. Navalillo stole 25 bases last year. And has stolen three in five attempts this year. Cardinals would love to move him into scoring position for Torrey, but Torrey now has two strikes on him. He's going again. He struck out, so he can just hold up. That's strike three, and that is strikeout number six. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. In the middle of the fourth, the Cardinals nothing and the Astros nothing. We're going to prove that a regular checking account at the bank is even better than money. Uh, madam, can you think of something that's even better than money? Uh, well, not offhand. Oh, uh, well, perhaps we're asking the question the wrong way. Uh, sir, would you say that a regular checking account at the bank is safer, more convenient, and more businesslike than money? Well, yes, I'll certainly go along with that. Well, there you are. A regular checking account at the bank. Uh, he'll certainly go along with that. The tough guy. On the road, the tough guy is the good guy. And Fatso, the wide-track tire by Armstrong, is tough as nails. Lots of rubber to grip the road, and beneath the rubber hide and above the polyester cords are two belts of fiberglass. They keep the treads firm and tough. When you're on the road, have the tough guy on your side. Armstrong Fatso Tires, available at Kiskus Tire Store's two convenient locations. In Colony, 1394 Central Avenue, across from Colony Center. And in Latham, a half-mile north of the circle. Home 701. The Dodgers beat the Mets 10-6. Willie Davis hit in his 29th consecutive game. That's a record. San Francisco took Montreal 12-2. That's the National League. The American in a moment. 
Here's Raider, who became the first base runner of the ball game on a walk, and he takes strike one. Yankees and Seattle split. The Pilots winning the first five to one. The Yanks the second six to one. Baltimore shut out Chicago eight to nothing. Foul back. Washington and California split. Washington winning the first game four to nothing. Coleman won his tenth. California took the second eight to seven. And in the Western Division in two big ones, Minnesota defeated Cleveland seven to five, and Boston beat Oakland six to two. Detroit and Kansas City are playing tonight. And it's three to two Detroit in the eighth inning. And there's a strikeout, and that's strikeout number four for Steve Carlin. That'll bring up Menke, who skied a very short center field in the second. A little bit later on in this ballgame this evening, here from the Astrodome, Sandy Koufax will have a special guest for you, a gentleman that's been around baseball for a long time and is just about to retire. That's a strike. We pause now for station identification. Channel 6, WRGB, Schenectady. The one-strike pitch to Menke. One and one. Outside, two and one. And I'm trying to figure out what he threw there, Sandy. I believe that was the curveball. Jim, uh, he didn't quite get it uh, where he wanted to. It wouldn't break as much, but uh, it's still a good pitch. Uh, I think in a ball game like this, if you don't miss too much in the strike zone, you're all right. High, back goes Flood. About 380 feet away and has it for the second out. I don't know what it is about this ballpark, but after playing in it and watching games in it, it looks like the ball has hit a lot further than it goes. I know it says 406 in center field, but when the balls are hit out there, they look like they're hit very well, and 406 feet is just not that big a ballpark, and yet uh, it doesn't go out here. Here's Martinez. Struck out when the foul tip was caught by Joe Torrey. By the way, Joe Torrey you well know has been a fine catcher for a long time in the National League, but he has played almost all this year at first base where he's played before too, but he was the leading fielding catcher in the National League last year and has hardly caught it all this year because of a fellow by the name of Tim McCarver who was injured. That's why he's catching now. One and all, and that's one and one. Like I think the last time we saw the Cardinals, Joe said he likes catchers like McCarver. They catch every day. He was very happy at first. Carlin threw hard there, and it's fouled off to the right. Well, you get around the east, as a matter of fact, around the Midwest in St. Louis, where it gets very hot and very muggy, and Joe says, I just stand there at first base and watch McCarver with all of the equipment on and say, attaboy, Timmy. Joy, at least here, is catching inside the Astrodome, where it's very pleasant. One and two. Very hard that time. Carlin has got a lot of stuff tonight. It's 2-2. Two -two. He has struck out four and walked four. Fouled off again. This is a scoreless game. Well, we've got those divisional playoffs coming up in the World Series. The World Series of golf and, of course, the American Football League season begins for 
Shore on Sunday the 14th. New York Jets with Joe Namath and the Buffalo Bills, O.J. Simpson. Uh, quite a month ahead on NBC. This is the first day of September, and there is strikeout number five for Carlton. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And now at the end of four complete, the Cardinals nothing and the Astros nothing. Yes, why to be so unhappy? Once have good job, Usha. Ah, Then, shave with Gillette Spoiler with Miracle Plus the cutting, so edge of cold steel not touch face for many shapes. Ah, so? No, now I'm spoiled. Never can face cold steel again. <laughs> I advise to make love, not war. That's a good idea. After the lobster. Mmm. After the clams. After the corn. You know what tastes great? Yeah, me and my Winstons. Me and my Winstons. We got a real good thing. A real good taste. Yeah. With me is Warren Giles, the president of the National League since 1952. Actually, we saw your 1952 All-Star team on the field tonight, and uh, that was uh, the start of the dominance of the National League, and now you're about to retire. That's right, uh, Sandy. I've had 50 wonderful years in this great game, and I'm very proud that my son has identified himself with baseball, and I told these folks out here that represented the National League in the All-Star Game in 1952. I said, you better keep our string going. Don't blow it now. It's down here. <laughs> Mr. Giles, thank you. Now we've got to go down to the field in the action. Good Here's Mike Shannon and our congratulations to Warren Giles, president of the National League, who retires at the end of this season. 50 years in organized baseball. There's ball one to Mike Shannon, who flied deep to left in the second inning. This is a scoreless ball game, and we're now in the top of the fifth. Don Wilson and Steve Carlton, the pitchers. That's a strike, one and one. That's Chris Pelicutis behind the plate. Doug Harvey working first, Frank Deslin at second, and Chad Crawford at third. One-one pitch, it's fouled back over our heads. It was interesting, Mr. Giles, uh, was actually or became the president of the league about when the National Leagues did start to win all-star games. And I don't know if other presidents before him came in clubhouses and gave pep talks, but he sure did. Bottom two, and that's fielded by George Kissel. Well, they should be quite proud. The National League has done a whale of a job in recent years, since 1952. You're right. One and two to Shannon. Mike, a fine hitter last year against the Astros. Outside and away from the catcher, Edwards. Well, Mike Shannon, of course, was the big star of 1967 when they shifted him from the outfield to third base toward the end of the season, and he played in the World Series. And then the Cardinals went against the Tigers last year, and Mayo Smith brought in his center fielder, Mickey Stanley, and installed him at shortstop for the World Series. Round ball, and that may have hurt him a little bit. Bounced off his leg. It's 2-2 to Shannon, the leadoff batter in the fifth. Chicago and Cincinnati, raining still. 
Did he go around? He says he did. Strikeout number seven. A lot of times on that call, the umpire will hesitate. He'll get help from one of the other umpires. Either the umpire at third or the umpire at first base will give him a signal because the man behind the plate cannot always tell whether the batter swung. Here's Bill White, and he laces that ball right to the glove of Dennis Hankey. Hard shot, but they're two down. And that brings up Javier, who had a 3-2 pitch and popped to Morgan at second. His last time up. No score in this ball game from the Astrodome in Houston. There's a lot of discussion, as Sandy has been saying, about how far a ball carries or whether or not baseball is fine inside a dome stadium. Let me tell you, it was about the thunderstorm when we came out here, and it's just dandy with me to be inside. That's right. Well, I don't think there's any problem as far as how far the ball carries, just as long as, you know, it's the same game for each team. I don't think anybody will complain. It's just that balls look like they're hit better, and uh, you're a little surprised when they don't go too very far in here. One and one now to Javier. The Cardinals have had a single base runner, Davalio single, and the Astros have had four all on walks. And the Astros loaded the bases, but nobody has scored. Two and one. When the ball game started, we talked uh, about Wilson possibly having a control problem and Carlton having good control. Uh, as the ball game's gone on, now Carlton's walked four, and Don Wilson still hasn't walked anybody. So if we put a little jinx on him. Strike two. Javier did go around. Two hundred and sixteen plus seven. Wilson has struck out two hundred and twenty-three. That's John Edwards. I think he's got something in his eye. That is an artificial turf, of course, but around that batting cage there is dirt. John is all right. Great years with Cincinnati. Won the Golden Glove twice, 63 and 64, and has a Bachelor of Science degree from Ohio State in something I know nothing about, ceramic engineering. This is Raider taking the big hop. Javier showing speed, but he's got him. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the fifth, it is still St. Louis, nothing, and Houston, nothing. Super B six-pack to go. for you at your Dodge dealers. When you get it, take it to the strip where the men are.
Super B six back, 390 horsepower V8, kettle block intake manifold, three two barrel Holley carburetors, dual blade to speed. NBC TV game of the week. Um, this is us, Jim Simpson and Sandy Koufax, and from the Astrodome, a great big Texas howdy. Here is John Edwards to be followed by Don Wilson and Joe Morgan in a scoreless ball game in the last of the fifth. The game scheduled tonight: Chicago and Cincinnati. Raining in Cincinnati, but I think that you'll agree with me that this is quite a pitcher's performance, Carlton and Wilson. Edwards looks at a strike. It's one and one. Strike two. Carlin's previous high two years ago with the Cardinals. He won 14. He's already won 15. and apparently whatever was in his eye is out and it's not bothering him anymore. Three and two. Colin has walked four and here he is again at three and two. Had excellent control until one was out in the second and he began to have a little trouble. And there's wild high and Edwards has walked for the second time and that's the fifth walk. Carl's been wild high with his fastball. Uh, first four pitches he threw to Edwards were all breaking balls and he got them down and got two of them for strikes and had the 2-2 two -two count and then tried to throw two fastballs and both of them were up very high over Edwards head. Last time up, Don Wilson tried to bunt a couple of times, was unsuccessful, swung, topped the ball, and moved the man over. He was thrown out at first base. So Wilson, the pitch, is 0 for 1. And he's up there to move that runner over in the scoreless ball game. Misses the bunt this time, and they say it's a foul tip. Strike one. Well, Don will step out and take a look down at Salty Park. Mike Shannon stationed in on the infield turf. Wilson swinging this time, and it's strike two. We're going to take the big gulp with you down there at third base sneaking in. Going to bump, bunts foul. That's a strikeout, strikeout number six for Carlin. A reminder, our World Series of Golf is coming up this Saturday and Sunday, starting at 5 o'clock, 4 Central. The winners of the Masters, the National and British Opens, and the PGA Championships going for that $50,000 first prize. George Archer, Orville Moody, Tony Jackman, and Ray Floyd all here on NBC. I'll be there along with Arnold Palmer, Dolly Jones, Pat Hernan, and Jay Randolph, our regular NBC golf telecasting crew. Joe Morgan, who has struck out and walked, and takes ball one. One out, runner at first, scoreless ball game, last of the fifth. Ball two. 
Now remember the Cardinals are 10 games down in the loss column in their battle with Chicago and apparently out of it, whereas Houston, six games down to Cincinnati, thinks it is very much in it. It's interesting sometimes how a left-hand pitcher will have trouble with left-hand hitters. They don't usually see that many of them. And in this case tonight, out of the five walks Carlton's given up, three of them have been to left-handers. Two and one to Morgan, who has walked one of those five times. Joe, a rookie of the year in the National League. Astros have been beaten pretty well by left-handers. They have won 14, lost 22, but against the right-handers, they won 55 and lost 41. It's 3-1 to Morgan. Wilson tried to move the runner Edwards down. Carlton is in danger of doing it himself with a base on ball. Foul back. 3-2. Left field. Over comes Lou Brock. Lots of speed. Out goes the shortstop Maxville and makes a fine catch. Dow looked like he was a little slow in breaking for the ball, but once he did, he caught up to it and retires Morgan with the second out and a big one. Jim Maxwell made a fine play on this. Uh, I don't think anybody else could have gotten to it. It's a tough play for the third baseman. It looked like Lou Brock was a long ways off and would not get to it. He was the only one that had a chance. Well, Edwards is still perched at first, and here is Alou, who hasn't gotten the ball out of the infield. He is grounded to White and popped to Javier. Up for the third time. And there's one. Back first base hit for the Astros. With the ball in front of him, Edwards is going to try for third. Block has a little trouble with it. He's being held there. And down to second goes Alou, picking on the first pitch. It's a double all the way. I think it's control trouble that keeps Carlton in trouble right now. Uh, that pitch was up and out over the plate. Looked like it might have been a slider. Steve is just having a problem getting the ball anywhere near where he wants to, and that's a little unusual for him. Usually he's pretty good at keeping the ball down. And on second and third, two are out. There's a strike to Jimmy Wynn, who has struck out and walked. And, of course, with first base open, Carlin, if he wishes, can pitch around him. But remember, behind Jimmy Wynn now is the newly acquired Tommy Davis, who came up last time with the bases loaded. And Wynn walked on four pitches. One and one. I think in a situation like this, Jim, where you do have the open base, you don't try and walk them, but you try and make good pitches. You, you don't give in to the hitter. You, you try and hit the corners. You don't ever try and throw the ball over the plate. You just try and get as little of it as you can. High in the air. Rock coming in. This should be the third out. Stock has it, and it is. No runs, one hit, no errors, and two left. And now at the end of five, it is still the Cardinals nothing and the Astros nothing.
You know what's nice about the new cars? They keep the air cleaner than the old ones did. Especially when you use Phillips 66 gasolines and Trop Arctic motor oil. The anti-pollution team. Both have detergent additives that help keep your carburetor, pistons, PCV valve, and other engine parts clean while you drive. And because your engine stays cleaner, so does the air. Maybe clean air is all the reason you need to use our anti-pollution team. But isn't it nice to get a better running engine in the bargain? The anti-pollution team, only from Phillips 66. At Phillips 66, it's performance that counts. It's a scoreless ball game as we pause for station identification. World Series of Golf, live and in color, Saturday and Sunday at 5, 4 Central Time. Surefire success, this barbecue. There are plenty of first prize Frankfurts on hand. Plain grilled on a bun, serve them with cheese if you prefer, or with strips of first prize bacon. For finest flavor, get first prize Frankfurt. From the folks who... Oh, oh my God! Sunken treasure? Don't bank on it. Bank on us. Troy Savings Bank. WRGB Channel 6, Connectedy. From the Astrodome in Houston, Texas, Jim Simpson with Sandy Koufax. Tonight's regularly scheduled game, Chicago at Cincinnati. Still raining in Cincinnati, so you're watching St. Louis and Houston. And what a ball game it is. No score as we move to the top of the sixth. Now Maxville, Steve Carlton, and Lou Brock. Each pitcher has given up one base hit. Wilson has struck out seven and walked nobody. Carlton has struck out six and walked five. Maxville, strike one. He's rounded the Raider back in the third. year ever last year with the bat hitting a 253 but is much below that 167 before tonight and I say that and there's the second base hit of the ball game for the Cardinals now with Carlin coming up I would imagine we would see him try to bunt tomorrow night NBC News is first Tuesday travels to Africa for an interview with Pat Hemingway son of the late author and sportsman and also see a report on skydiving, one of the fastest-growing sports in the world, except for me. All this and more on the September edition of First Tuesday, Tuesday night at 9, 8 Central Time, here on NBC. Ever thought of skydiving, Sandy? No, not yet, Jeff. <laughs> Carlton has grounded to the first baseman. Pretty good hitter, but apparently up there to buck. Now changes signals as both Raider and Menke were charging and fouls it at the plate, strike one. Jim, uh, I don't think that is a very surprising move. I think especially on this artificial infield, it's awfully difficult to slow the ball down enough. And with your first baseman and third baseman charging, they may let him swing the bat. Going to swing again, fouls it off again. Each time, he has leaned in as if to bunt, and then pulled back and swung. He's not getting the good swing, but with your first and third baseman charging, just a little punch hit will do the job.
as we have pointed out, on his own is a pretty good hitter, hitting at 220 before tonight. Now he looks as though he's going to swing all the way, and Wilson throws the ball away. And steaming into second is Maxwell. Jim, I don't know what happened there. That ball just completely slipped out of Wilson's hand. It had to be some kind of breaking ball because it looked like it was about 15 feet high, but didn't even reach the backstop. It just fell down, you know, right over the catcher's head like a little pop fly. So something just happened to Don where the ball slipped or he never really grabbed it out of his glove. It's a good break for the Cardinals. It gives him, well, three shots at getting the base hit now to score the run. And while Sandy was talking, you saw Wilson trying to regain his composure and regain his concentration. He has moved on his own. Maxwell in a scoring position in the scoreless game. And now at 2-2, Collin can really swing away and is called out on strikes instead. Eight strikeouts for Don Wilson who comes right back with a good pitch. Let me count here, Sandy. One, two, three, four of the eight strikeouts. Four have been called third strikes and four have been swinging third strikes. Here's Lou Brock who's been called out twice on strikes. First inning, Brock looked at a 3-2 pitch and struck out, and in the fourth, at a 1-2 pitch and struck out. Jim, I don't think uh, if Lou should happen to strike out again in this situation, I would doubt that it's going to be a call third strike. For the runner in scoring position, you just can't afford to look at that third strike. He better be swinging. Mark is a free swinger and strikes out a lot, and Edwards has to make a nice save there. It's one and one. Maxwell is down at second, singled and went down on the wild pitch. There's one out in the sixth, and we have no score. Two and one. Philadelphia at San Diego has not yet begun. Pittsburgh defeated Atlanta 7-1. The Dodgers took the Mets 10-6. The Giants took Montreal 12-2, Chicago and Cincinnati, it's raining. Strike two. In the American League, New York and Seattle split. The Pilots won the first 5-1. The Yankees the second 6-1. Baltimore took Chicago 8-0. Washington beat California 4-0, and California beat Washington 8-7. Oakland lost to Boston 6-2. Cleveland lost to Minnesota 7-5. Last of the eight, Detroit three, Kansas City two, and you're up to date. Two-two, fouled off. In the two times at bat that Brock took the call third strike, they were both on the outside corner and probably low, low outside, real good pitches. Wilson's been pitching Lou inside here, and I wonder if, if he does go outside, will Lou be able to handle it? Maybe that's the strategy, go in and then go out. He goes a little bit out, but is almost over the plate pretty good pitch for Brock to swing at, and it's 2-2. John Wilson locked in a scoreless game. Trying to pitch himself out of a jam that he has put himself into. He's back with a breaking pitch, but it's high, and it's 3-2. And this is the first time that Wilson has gone all the way on a batter since the first inning. Yeah, 
foul out of play. Now remember, Wilson's last appearance was Thursday in St. Louis, and with the score one to one in the last of the tenth, Steve Hunt got his first and only Major League home run to beat him two to one. Pretty fair pitching by Don, and here he is again, another scoreless duel with Carlton and the Cardinals. the first walk given up by Don Wilson and here comes Kurt Flood now with first base open there Sandy was he in effect pitching around him or was he trying to get the man blocked well I think in that situation uh, he might have uh, not really been pitching around him but I think he'd rather pitch to the right hand hitters than the left hand hitting Brock and I don't think it's an intentional pass but uh, I don't think he was really interested in Brock as much as he was for now floods the batter. He is grounded to short and sent wind very deep in center field. Maxwell down at second. Brock on at first. One out. Top of the six. No score. Blocked. And now they may have him off second base. Throw down to second base to Morgan on the third base where they're waiting for him. And they've got it. that Maxwell thought it was going to be a wild pitch, but Edwards made quite a defensive play. Tim Edwards made a great play, and, and the best part of it is he came up and made Maxwell commit himself. He came up with the ball, was on a fine play just catching it, but then he had it, and he didn't, he didn't throw it right away. He came up with it quickly. He didn't throw it. He waited for Maxwell to commit himself, and they got him at third easily. And Brock has to hold on at first because he didn't know which way Maxwell was going to go. Here's Flood now with. Maxwell commit himself right away. He came up with it quickly. He didn't throw it. He waited for Maxwell to commit himself. And they got him at third easily. And Brock has to hold on at first because he didn't know which way Maxwell was going to go. Here's Flood now with one and one, and now two out, and Rocket first. Let's see if he's going. He's going on the play. Down the second base, and he's got a stolen base. Fox steals number 47. There's not much Edwards could have done that time. Brock got a great jump on the pitcher, on Wilson, and uh, Edwards made a good throw, got the ball away quickly, but he didn't have any chance at all. Now the Cardinals move a man right back in scoring position. Boy, how we thrilled over the last two years in the World Series to Lou Brock and his stolen bases. Seven in each of the last two. Two and one to Flood. Fouled off, it's 2-2. Two -two. And now Wilson only has one man to worry about, and that's the batter, Kirk Flood. Sandy, whether or not that destroys your con concentration or what. Don gave him the look and then came in high with the fastball. By the way, in Cincinnati, where it's been raining all evening, they finally called again. Not with Cincinnati. They're not going to play it at all. 
Isn't that little again? But this time it is very high. Wynn is loping over. Alou is coming in and right field and has it. And Wilson and the Astros are out of it. No runs. One hit. No errors. And one left. In the middle of the sixth, it is still a scoreless ball game. Softened paste wax. Kit liquefies as it hits the finish. Slides on easy. Deep cleans as it waxes. There is no easier, faster way to get a long-lasting paste wax shine. Unless someone else does it for you. J-Wax Kit. is going to be a busy month coming up on NBC. A couple of months. We've got the game of the week every Saturday at 2 o'clock Eastern time. The World Series of Golf next weekend. American Football League starts on the 14th. Joe Namath and O.J. Simpson, Buffalo, New York. The divisional playoffs of baseball on October the 4th. And, of course, the World Series on October the 11th. Outside of that, not much. Here is Carlin. Pitching to Tommy Davis. It's low, ball one. Last of the six scoreless game. Davis is rounded out and hit into a forced play. Ball two, his forced play, ended the third, and he was up there with the bases loaded and two out. Somebody hurts him, drives in a run. Now, Grader has walked and struck out. By the way, for baseball fans everywhere, and for those in Chicago and Cincinnati, and especially those in Cincinnati, tonight's rained-out game will be replayed or played at last on Wednesday evening. But Davis showing great speed. Let's see how they played with Raider here in a scoreless ball game in the last of the sixth. Inside. Ron Willis, who used to pitch, for the Cardinals, sent down to Tulsa and then acquired by the Astros has begun to warm up. I don't know whether it's precautionary, Sandy, or whether they anticipate a possible pinch hitter later on, or whether Don Wilson has gone back and said, I'm a little tired. Well, I, I would have to think that possibly there's something wrong with Wilson at this stage. He's not due to hit for quite a while. By the time he hits, they would probably have a run in. Uh, possibly they wouldn't. But uh, if that's the case, Harry is really playing it like the last two days right here now, just the start of the last month. 
That's the second time that they've thrown over to White, trying to get Tommy Davis. Wilson has got his jacket on, a towel under the jacket, but is right alongside of Harry Walker in the dugout, talking with him. Davis has good speed. Waiter looks at another low pitch. It's 2-0. That's Ron Willis. And that's Joe Torrey. And now Bill White says he's got it and finally gets it. Davis, of course, holds on at first base. Dowden was over there. And in a situation like that, Sandy, with both Torrey and White has played very little coming on the ball, I would imagine it was up to Steve to say who gets it. I think definitely most of the time catchers uh, don't want it out in front of the plate. If anybody else on the field has a chance, they would rather the infielders caught it. Behind home plate, it's an easier play for the catcher. The ball is coming back to you. The ball out in front of home plate is going away from you and toward the infielders. So they would rather have an infielder handle those kind. One out, Davis still at first. And this is Dennis Menke. Was flied twice to center. Once Flood took it in short center. The other time he backed up near the warning track. Now Menke leads the Astros in RBIs with 82. Gets this one very high. Maxwell going out. Flood dashing in. Kurt taps the glove and there are two out. Davis is still at first, and here is Marty Martinez, who has been called out on strikes and has struck out as his foul tip was caught by catcher Joe Troy. No runs, two hits, no errors for the Cardinals. No runs, one hit, no errors for the Astros. Last of the sixth. And Carlton is keeping Davis, who has speed and, of course, represents the first run of the ball game, very close to first base. Ball. Right back to the center. Now let's see if Davis tries to go to third on it on Flood's arm. He's not going to do it. He'll hang right there with men at first and second. And John Edwards coming up. Well, I think you can also see the value of throwing over to first there. When Steve Carlton keeps throwing over to first that often, it makes Tommy a little bit hesitant about starting right away. So when that ball is hit, he has no chance to go to third on a ball where he might have ordinarily, you know, tried to make the turn and go into third. But all those throws have kept Tommy a lot closer to the base. There's John Edwards. Man in scoring position again with two out. Edwards has... Hasn't had a chance to hit up the ball tonight. He has been walked each time. And there's ball one. Davis at second. Martinez at first. Two out. Last of the sixth. And Don Wilson with Willis warming up. Don Wilson is on deck. There's a strike. Catches the outside corner. One and one. 
It's an interesting situation now, Jim. If you're the manager and he walks Edwards, would you take Wilson out with the bases loaded? Notice I didn't give you an answer. One and two, and John was trying to clear him himself with that swing. I think it would be an awfully tough thing to do. Uh, late in the ball game, uh, if the pitcher tells you he's tired, maybe, but I think right now, if I'm the pitcher, you're the pitcher, and you're going to have to want to fight to stay in there. Now, ball, look out, Cardinal dugout. Goes in and comes out again. Picked up by Shaq Crawford. In other words, Santa Cruz, actually, if you're telling me if you were Don Wilson, you would battle to stay in, right? Well, I think so. He doesn't look like he's tiring. Uh, he's had great stuff. He's pitched a two-hitter up to here. He's not been very much trouble. Uh, it's awfully tough. You're fighting for a pennant. You want to try and get runs. Uh, and of course, it all depends on what Edwards does anyway. It is now 2-2 to John. Down at second base is Tommy Davis. And on at first base, Marty Martinez. backing on it, goes off him, picks it up, has no play. The bases are loaded. And now we come to that managerial decision. It's a base hit, and Wilson has the bat and is walking to the batter's box. Definitely, Jim, it's a little tough to do to a man to take him out when he's pitching this well and it really is still pretty early in the ball game. Scoreless game for the second time in this game. The Astros have had the bases loaded with two out. That's right down the pipe, strike one. That's the 100th hit for John Edwards. Pitching. Is Carlin simply rearing back Sammy, daring him to hit it? Well, I think he may have been on those first two. Uh, he may curve him here. Got to get Wilson, and he does. Strikes him out. Seventh strikeout, leaving the bases loaded. No runs, two hits, no errors, and three left. And at the end of six complete. The Cardinals nothing, the Astros nothing. Taste me, taste me. Come on and taste me. Take a puff and let me do my stuff. Introducing Doral, the new low-tar nicotine cigarette with a new kind of filter that delivers flavor enough to say... Taste me, taste me. Come on and taste me. That's all Doral asks. Taste me. Quite a request from a low-tar nicotine cigarette.
This is Jim Simpson with Sandy Koufax. More than 20,000 families, victims of Hurricane Camille, have turned to the Red Cross, the nation's official disaster relief organization, for help in meeting their emergency food, clothing, and shelter needs, and help in the massive job of rebuilding their lives. Your Red Cross is on the scene helping these people rebuild or repair their homes. It's a big job, and millions of dollars are needed. Won't you lend a hand? Send your donation to the nearest Red Cross chapter or United Fund. Well, the top of the seventh inning. Scoreless game, Davileo, Torrey, and Shannon. Philadelphia and San Diego starts later tonight. Chicago and Cincinnati rained out. Pittsburgh beat Atlanta 7-1. The Dodgers over the Mets 10-6. San Francisco over Montreal 12-2. American League, Seattle and New York split. Baltimore beat Chicago. Washington and California split. Oakland lost to Boston. Minnesota beat Cleveland. There's a curveball. Strike one to Davileo. And Detroit got two in the top of the tenth and leads Kansas City five to three. One and one now to Davileo, who struck out in the first and singled in the fourth. The first base hit off Don Wilson. short center field. Jimmy Wynn is right there in heaven. Remember next Saturday we've got another NBC game of the week for you at 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock central time. And we've got a choice of games. Either Philadelphia at New York or Pittsburgh at Chicago. We'll make a determination later on in this week which should be the primary game and which should be the backup game. Depending of course upon the tenant race. But one out here is Torrey who has struck out twice and there's a strike. time with Davileo on first, Joe struck out on three pitches. This is hot. Back goes Martinez, in comes Davis. Martinez drawing a beat on it and has it for the second out. sent Tommy Davis deep in left field in the second to haul down his long drive, struck out in the fifth. No runs, two hits, no errors for the Cardinals, no runs, three hits, no errors for the Astros. Wilson and Carlton in a den. Ron Willis continues to throw for the Astros. There's strike one. Nobody has been up yet for the Cardinals. Jim, with Willis continuing to throw, I think the only thing we didn't mention was the fact that he might be throwing for exercise. <laughs> I think that's what it was. High, one and one. Tonight's special Major League Baseball telecast being brought to you in living color on NBC. If it is special, it is on NBC. Inside, two and one. Wilson has struck out eight and walked one. Carlton has struck out seven and walked six. Mike Torres now up and throwing in the Cardinal bullpen. Fouled off. Two-two. Jim Torres has been starting for the Cardinals, and I think he might be up for the same uh, reason, possibly just for the exercise, getting in his throwing for maybe starting on Wednesday. This one that got away from Wilson. And it's three and two. 
attendance yet tonight, but there's a good crowd here for this Labor Day evening baseball game. Thunder showers, temperature in the 90s outside, 72 degrees, relative humidity 50% inside. Two hit off the fists, and this will also make the seats to the right foul. And he broke his bat, I believe, on that one. Mike hit it just off the hands, and you can almost hear the bat break up here. That's Bill White, and you can see the crowd behind him. It is raining outside right now, but the 24,560 who are in here aren't getting wet. 21,040 are paid. The other 3,420 are children, who tonight did not have to pay. Three and two to Shannon. hitting at 263, but got off to a very slow start this year. Now has worked his RBI total up to 50, but before they began that hot streak, meaning the Cardinals in July, it was way down. There's the second walk given up by Wilson. That brings up Bill White, who struck out swinging in the second. And in the fifth, hit a hard shot on one hop to Menke. He almost tore his glove off, but Dennis held on to it and stepped on first for the out. Blocked by Edwards, who's having quite a time behind that plate tonight. Tim Edwards is doing a fine job of keeping that ball in front of him. Uh, on balls like that, the catcher really can't be expected to catch too many of them, but if he can knock them down and keep them in front of him so he can find them quickly, it's very difficult for the runners to advance. Inside, and he had to backhand that one, and now he's going to race out and talk to his pitcher. for his 17th win. Locked in the battle with Steve Carter who is looking for victory number 16. Inside again, 3-0. And now Wilson is in danger of issuing his third walk which would move Shannon down to second base and bring up the hot-hitting and leading Cardinal hitter, Julio Javier. see whether or not White is taking or not. George Kissel looked in the red chain east and White looked down to Kissel. Round ball base hit. He wasn't taking it. The 3-0 pitch and that gives Shannon a chance to dig for third. Then at the corners with two out. Jim, that's a big play right there. The fact that Shannon gets the third, it's got to make Wilson think a little bit now. Don's been having trouble with his curveball, throwing it in the dirt a lot. Uh, he's just liable not to throw it too much because of that. 
worrying about the wild pitch. So sometimes it doesn't look like second and third or is that big a difference, but there really is in a situation like this in a tight ball game, especially in the late innings. Well, here's Javier, started the night as the leading hitter at 299. On a 3-2 count in the third, he popped up to Morgan at second and then grounded to Raider. And Raider, who has quite an arm on him, threw out what looked to be a sure hit on a high-bounding grounder. And now Martinez and Morgan are going to do a little checking at shortstop. Remember, Menke has been there most of the season. McFadden was there yesterday. Torres has played a little bit there earlier in the year, and here's Martinez at shortstop. I think they were checking to make sure what they were going to do in case White should go and try and steal. Sometimes they'll throw through. Sometimes they'll cut the ball off as the pitcher. Sometimes they just won't throw at all. Drought, and then a first and third in a scoreless game, and there's Edwards down in the dirt again to save the ball from going all the way through. Wilson comes in apologizing, saying, okay. at third base. That's Jack Crawford, the umpire, right behind him. And Shannon is first over third. Strike one and one. There has not been a run in the ballgame, and yet this is one of the better ball games we've seen all year. Not only because of the pitching, because of defensive plays, because of bases being loaded several times by the Astros, who left a bundle on base, the Cardinals are only left two on base. Off the corner, two and one. It goes without saying in a game like this that one run could mean it all. You know, I think even sometimes one pitch. There's a pitch there that was very close. Instead of it being one ball and two strikes, it's now two balls and one strike. The pitcher is behind the hitter, or he might have been ahead and had an easier chance with it. And Edwards again does a fine job, and it's three and one. Now Javier is up there with men at first and third and two out. First base is not open, but the light hitting Dow Maxville is on deck, and with a count three and one, let us see what Wilson does. Of course, should he walk Javier, there's the probability or possibility that Maxwell could be batted for. Big pitch. Three and one, almost threw it away. The bases are loaded on the third walk, the second in this inning. And Harry Walker is coming out. Slowly, we have seen Willis warm up. The probability that he is simply warming up the pitch two days hence. But then again, he is ready. Walker is out there. And maybe Harry and his pitching coach, Jim Owens, have noticed something, Sandy. Jim Wilson's been very wild this inning. Even though he does have two out and it's only the two walks, he was way behind on White. He's gone to the limit. He's thrown a lot of pitches to each batter in this inning. And when he's missed, he hasn't been just missing. He's been missing by a good bit. Uh, he's been way outside. He's been low and occasionally he's been high. I don't think Harry's going to take him out in this situation, but 
I'm sure he went in there to try and calm him down and try and make sure he throws strikes. Now Maxville came into the game hitting at 167, but as one of the three hits of Wilson thus far. No runs, three hits, no errors for the Cardinals. No runs, three hits, no errors for the Astros. The Astros twice have had the bases loaded with two out. Failed to score a run. Now the Cardinals have the bases loaded with two out. And Maxville the batter, and that's ball one. Jim, I wouldn't doubt that in this situation right now that uh, Dale Maxwell will be ordered to take at least one strike. And he won't be allowed to swing the bat until he has one strike on him. Although it's tough to do that with a pitcher who has as good stuff as Wilson, but he's been very wild. Jack Billingham is up and throwing now on the Astro bullpen. This could be it. May drop in there. Over quickly comes to Lou. It does drop in. One run is in. The second run comes home, and it's two to nothing, the Cardinals. As light hitting Dow Maxville gets his second hit of the night and two RBIs. Well, I guess if we were managing Jim, neither one of us would have been right. <laughs> and that is Jack Billingham on the far side and number 34 is on the near side. And it looks like it's Blassingate, although it is number 36. So it is Wade Blassingate and Jack Billingham. Blassingame nearest to you. That's ball one to Carlton, the pitcher, who has been in a bundle of trouble tonight. But the difference is the Astros twice had the bases loaded with two out and failed to score. Maxwell delivered with the bases loaded and two out, and it's two to nothing. We're in the seventh. High in the air, back goes Jim Wynn. Still going back on the warning track, backing up against the wall. Home run! Well, I guess we've been talking all night what a good hitter Steve Carlton is. He finally showed us here in the top of the seventh inning. And it is five to nothing, the Cardinals. And who would have thought it? Two out in the seventh inning. Shannon walked. White delivered a single on the 3-0 pitch. Javier walked to load him up. Maxville single to right to make it two to nothing. And Carlin followed with a home run. His third career home run. Now Lou Brock. That's the first of this year, but the third in his career. Brock has struck out twice, walked and stolen the base. And that's strike one. That home run of Carlton's was in what they call the Power Alley. That was a full piece. Two and one. I don't want to say that the Astros are a little bit shook, but they still have, as that's where the ball went in there, they still have Carlton's number and batting average on the scoreboard. All of this is Lou Brock. Other ways where speed is just invaluable in this game. Brock will run so well, 
beat a ball that uh, I don't think most players are going to beat. The only way I think they can throw him out here is if the shortstop could come up with the ball who would be coming toward the play. And if the second baseman going away from it, he just couldn't get enough on the throw to get Lou Brock. Well, Harry Walker's making the song second long walk, and this will be all for Don Wilson, I feel sure. Five runs and six hits, and four of the hits, including the three-run homer by the pitcher Carlton, have come in this inning and all five runs and there goes Walker signaling to the bullpen. Billingham continues to throw and it is Jack who is going to come in. So as he walks in there's a break in the action here at the Houston Astrodome with a score the Cardinals five and the Astros nothing. Just the man I want to see. Listen, I got to use the Dodge Tapper down at the new job site. There they are. I've been looking all over for the keys to the camper. We're almost late for the rally. some people that a Dodge camper is for camping. Jack Billingham has won five, lost six, earned an average of 4.17. Don Wilson worked six and two-thirds innings, gave up five earned runs, six hits, struck out eight, and walked three. And the funny thing is, Sandy, I felt that Harry Walker went a long while with Don before giving up on him, but the manager of the Astros was actually booed for taking him out. They felt that uh, Don was a victim of many circumstances. Jim, I think in that situation, it was a little hard to tell what he was booed for. Uh, Harry didn't actually go that far with him. Uh, Don Wilson got into trouble so quickly, he didn't have uh, any of his relievers ready yet. Billingham and Blasingame had just gotten up, actually, when the trouble started, and I don't think he wanted to use anybody else. Lassen game now is standing down in the bullpen. Now Brock is on. He's stolen one base. There he goes, but there was a pitch out. Edwards going down to Morgan. He is there, and he is out. And on one pitch, they retire the side. But five runs on four hits, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the seventh, the Cardinals five, the Astros nothing. This tire has 40,000 test miles on it. But it will still withstand the 60 mile an hour test run over a three and a half inch steel rod. The new Supershell HP40. It can still take it when it's an old Supershell HP40. 
since Del Cannon started smoking Prince Albert, he never goes anywhere without his pipe. That's because Prince Albert smokes cool and smooth with no bite. You get that great natural tobacco taste you can stay with all day long. And PA stays fresh thanks to the new foil pouch. Try Prince Albert today, and you'll never go anywhere without your pipe. From the Astrodome, Jim Simpson with Sandy Koufax. Remember the divisional playoffs in the American and National Leagues begin on Saturday, October the 4th. That's three out of five. And then, of course, the World Series begins on Saturday, October the 11th. The Astros, who would like very much to be a part of it, find themselves down by five runs in the last of the seventh. High from Carlton, but Joe Morgan, as Houston will send up the top of its batting order. An explosive seventh inning. Two and all. As we pause briefly for station identification, this is the NBC television network. Channel 6, WRGB, Schenectady. out to Joe Morgan here. Morgan has struck out, walked, and popped out. High may make the seats, overcome Shannon, looking up, and it just gets in the first row, and Mike is a little battle there. Joe Horner and Mudcat Grant are there in your picture now. There's Grant, and there's Horner. They're warming up for the Cardinals. That's Jack Crawford smiling. But it is still 3-2 to Morgan with a little on deck. Foul off again. Well, the Cardinals have lost their last three in a row, seven of the last nine. The Astros have taken the lead into the ninth inning, their last three games, and have lost each of them. Which was heartbreaking. Fouled off again. Still free to. And there's the walk, number seven. Tim, on that last pitch, Carlton didn't look like he followed through this normal way. He looked like he was struggling a little bit. In fact, I see now, here comes Billy Muffet out to talk to Steve. Muffet out. Torrey over. That's Horner throwing the ball, and Mudcat grants the right hand, and now throwing the ball. And Chris Pelicudis is walking deliberately out to see what Billy Muffet is talking about. Or how long he's going to talk. Five to nothing the score last to the seventh. 
The Astros have had the ability to score runs this year. And so cannot be considered out of it yet. They've got three more chances, including this inning. Here's a Lou. Was grounded the first, popped out, and doubled on the first pitch he saw in the fifth. Infield, a double play deck. And Horner and Grant continue to throw. Hits the first pitch again, but this one is to Flood, who only has to back a couple of steps. Hit the ball well, but right to Kurt Flood, who is playing him not as a pull hitter, but overshaded toward right. Brings up Jim Wynn, who has struck out, walked, and flied to short left field. Ball one. Jim, I think remarking about Flood playing in right center for Jesus Salou, I think a lot of your giant, ex-giant players and giant players who played in Candlestick Maxwell is over. Shannon now says he has it. Backs on it and has it. I was saying, learn to hit the ball to right field and became a little bit opposite field hitters because of the wind conditions there. It always blows out to right, always blowing in from left. So a lot of them gain that ability, and it's pretty tough to change once you've become a certain kind of hitter. Tommy Davis, who missed the first game he's played with the Astros, has grounded out, hit into a force play, and walked out as far as third base in the sixth inning. But Carlton, the National League's leading ERA man, fouled off with a 1.82 earned run average, has not allowed a run yet. And his team's got five runs off Don Wilson in the top of this, the seventh inning. There goes the runner. Down to second with the throw, and he's safe surprising in there down by five runs but Morgan took off and has stolen his 37th base I think Carlton was a little guilty of ignoring the runners there he wasn't really paying that much attention to Morgan Morgan got a good jump on the ball and just did beat it two strikes now out of Tommy Davis Cincinnati tonight, the game most of the nation would have seen was rained up. They'll replay that game, or play it at last, on Wednesday night at Crosley Field in Cincinnati. Base hit. Morgan around third, and Brock will go to second. It's five to one. And Tommy Davis has driven in his 82nd run of the year, his first in the National League this year. Jim, that stolen base by Morgan, it didn't really look like a good play. You're down five runs. You're not supposed to be stealing bases, but it did get used in a run here in the seventh inning. It's not the last inning, so, well, any way you can get a run is good, I guess. Well, Collins not going to stick around. Billy Muffet is out again, and on that base hit with two out, and probably remembering what happened as Mudcat Grant came in, 
and leaving in Don Wilson with two out and the roof fell in. Red Jamie isn't going to take that chance. There's a break in the action here at the Astrodome in Houston, Texas. With the score now, the Cardinals five and the Astros one. Picture the swinging scene this summer with Quivic, the cool sparkling mixer that makes your drinks and your party sparkle with life. Mixed or straight, Quivic is the coolest quencher of them all. And with two Quivic labels or facsimiles, you can get a Polaroid Swinger Sentinel camera with flash, a 1995 value for only $12.25. Send the labels $12.25 in your name and address to Quivic, Box Q, Saratoga Springs, New York. Quivic's the cool one. Get the picture? WRGB Channel 6, Connectedy. As did Don Wilson. Collin gave up one earned run, responsible, of course, for Tommy Davis at first. Four hits, struck out seven, and walked seven, and his seventh walk cost him the run. Uh, Grant has a six and four record, and run average of 4.04. That is while with the Cardinals. Overall, he is seven and ten on the year. Has two saves, both of those with the Cardinals. Started three games for the Cardinals and 13 altogether. First man here face, Doug Rader. Was walked, struck out, and fouled out. Five to one to score. Cardinals win last of the seventh. Curveball fouled back. Dave Justy has now joined Joe Horner in the Cardinal bullpen. urging Raider on. Outside again. The Astros, including tonight, have already drawn 1,242,277. Down ball. Foul ball. And you could hear Torrey scream, what? Clear up here. Here comes Red Chandy. I think if the people don't make too much noise, Jim, you're going to hear Tori scream some more. <laughs> Chris Bellacudas. The umpire on the play, and it is 2-2. Get into the seats, foul. Hitter has.
banging in a 2-2. That scoreboard that Leo DeRocha, the Chicago Cubs, loves so much. As Shane Deans was out there yelling along with Torrey at a picture of a baseball player crying and the umpire standing by playing the violin. Now back toward us. Did you hear it? Scoring is coming in the seventh inning. The Cards got five in the top of this inning, and the Astros thus far have won. Look at Grant hasn't been paying any attention to Tony Davis. He better be careful, or Tony's will try and steal it. Not when Raider is called out on strikes. Grant gets the big man. One run on just one hit, no errors, and one left. At the end of seven, the Cardinals five, the Astros one. In this fancy frilly, you gotta have a gimmick world. There's one cigarette that doesn't go along. Camel filters, please. Camel filters aren't for everybody. There's no compromise in the tobacco. No nonsense about this cigarette. Camel filters. They're not for everybody, but then they don't try to be. Do you mean that we're sharing the same cabinet with the man in 2C? That's 2D, Mona. That's and then he flings open the door and starts... He tells me about his regular right guard, Now one shot lasts him all day. And you just stood there? No, I told him about our right guard, antiperspirant, and how it stops odor and helps keep us dry. Oh, wait a minute. Good morning. Hi. Hey. Oh, you beautiful Two kinds of people, two kinds of right guard. Finger was in the door. Five to one, St. Louis, as we pause for station identification. World Series of Golf, live and in color, Saturday and Sunday at 5 for Central Time. This is Ernie Tatro. In the news tonight, worldwide pilot strike may be in the offing. A dramatic, true-to-life play in the city of Rensselaer. For film reports and details, join Bob McNamara, Joan Gannon, and me tonight at 11 for Total Information News here on TV6. This is WRGB Schenectady, serving the Capital District, Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. Throwbacks, top of the eighth inning, Kurt Flood, Vic Davalio, and Joe Torres. Flood was at bat when Jack Billingham relieved Don Wilson through one pitch, and Brock was thrown out stealing at second base. So Flood's back up again. Curveball, strike one. Kurt has grounded out, sent Wynn back to the warning track in center field, and flied to short right. Morgan over quickly. That's tough off that artificial turf and has plenty of time to blow him out. This coming Saturday night, NBC brings you all the magic and excitement of the 49th annual Miss America pageant. Bert Parks and Debbie Bryant will be your co-hosts for the pageant to end all pageants. This Saturday night, beginning at 10 Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 o'clock Pacific time. Live and in color, right here on NBC. Davalio 
One for three. Hit the ball twice very well. There's a big curve from Billingham. He's got a pretty good-looking curve, Sandy. Yes, he does, Jim. Uh, Jack has a good breaking ball, and like most relievers, the sinking fastball. And he uh, tries to keep most everything down and keep make him hit the ball on the ground. Curve again inside this time, one and one. Well, some matchups tonight between Don Wilson and Steve Carlton in baseball. A reminder that caught a matchup in football on September 14th as the American Football League starts. Joe Namath of the Jets, Super Bowl champions. Rookie O.J. Simpson and the Buffalo Bills. Ground ball, look out, Mankey. It's under his glove. Davolio has a lot of speed. Will go for second base. Alou is up with the ball. Good arm. Throws. Double. off Jack Billingham, and that's the third well-tagged ball off the bat of Davalio. Here's Joe Torrey, who struck out twice and popped to the shortstop. Willis is up and throwing again. Blasengame is sat down. comes flying around third base and it's six to one St. Louis. The Cardinals who were manhandled in Cincinnati have come alive here in the late innings in Houston. And here is Mike Shannon by deep to left struck out walked and scored a run. Now Blasengame is getting up and will join Willis in the bullpen. Ball. One and over to Shannon. That's Willis, number 43, used to be with the Cardinals, and that's Blasengame right there nearest to the left hand. Another curveball, and he's got him swinging. One and one. Cincinnati and Chicago at Cincinnati rained out. Philadelphia and San Diego was starting a couple of hours. Pittsburgh beat Atlanta 7-1. The Dodgers took the Mets 10-6. Willie Davis hit his 29th consecutive game. That's a record for the Dodgers. San Francisco beat Montreal 12-2. The American League scores in a minute. 2-1 the count for Shannon. Another line drive, another base hit. Going to go for third, and down the second base goes Shannon. The throw is in. He's in with a double, and a fine hook slide falling away from the throw. You mentioned Willie Davis and hitting in 29 straight games, and the fact that it's a Dodger record. I think everybody for years has been telling Willie all he had to do is make contact with the ball and hit the ball on the ground, and he'd hit 
325, 3.30, the way he can run. And this year, when the Dodgers got Moda, and Moda swings that 40-ounce bat and just tries to meet the ball and hit it through the infield, I think the message finally got to Willie, and he's just been a great hitter for the Dodgers in this last 29 or so ball games. Well, the message has been given to Jack Billingham that he is through, and Wade Blassengame is coming in. So Billingham pitches two-thirds of an inning. Given up three hits and one run, and all three hits in a row. Blasting game is on his way. Well, coming up as we said, not only this month, this is the first of September, but next month, the game of the week, every Saturday afternoon at two o'clock Eastern. And then the World Series of Golf is coming Saturday and Sunday, 5 o'clock Eastern Time, 4 Central, with the winners of the Big Four, Arnold Palmer, one of our telecasters. The American Football League kicking off with the first game I told you about, the New York Jets. And the Buffalo Bills, Joe Namath and O.J. Simpson, that's on Sunday the 14th of September. And then the divisional playoffs starting on Saturday, October the 4th. And then if everybody gets through those and the best three out of five and no other problems, on October 11th, we go with the World Series. Or as they say in a baseball field, we say in NBC Sports office in New York, we better hustle. The American League, Seattle and New York, split a double letter. Seattle won the first one, or rather New York won the first one, 6-1. to one. Seattle took the second five to one. Detroit has beaten Kansas City tonight in extra innings five to four. Baltimore shut out Chicago eight to nothing. Washington defeated California four to nothing on Coleman shutout in the first and lost the second eight to seven. Boston beat Oakland. He's a big game six to two while Minnesota was taking Cleveland seven to five. Now Wade Blassen game in the face Bill White who has struck out and hit the ball hard twice but has one base hit to show for it. White single back in the seventh inning got things started after Shannon had walked. Open up the doors for the five big runs. Now White is being called back after taking a strike, and Gagliano, who has played everywhere except pitch or catch for the Cardinals, is coming in to hit for him and undoubtedly will take over at first base. That's where Phil played yesterday. steps in. It was White, a left-hander against the left-hander Blasengame, and so Shane Deanst has decided to go with the right-hander Gagliano. Blasengame hasn't won a game this year, lost five. Home run average of 5.69. Now Gagliano stepping into a tough spot takes strike two. Yeah, I think Houston's problem has probably been just this, their relief pitching. Not so much the late men early in the year, but they've got their starters have done a good job. Durker, LeMaster, Wilson, Griffin. But they've had a problem. In this ballpark, all their relief pitchers have ERAs over four. And in a big ballpark like that, they just shouldn't be that high. One and two to count with one out. Torrey's over third. Shannon's down on second. First base is open. And the infield is in. Round ball. Foul. 
from second, Shannon is galloping halfway up toward third. Reminded of the triple play last Friday night in Atlanta with Chicago there, in which seven men handled the ball, including the left fielder, John Ball Powell. You didn't hear about it. Men were on second and third, and none out. Got a story at third. Shannon's down at second. Ball was hit to Cepeda, who stepped on first, then got the man off third after he was run down. The runner was between second and third, and he was run down with the left fielder making the put out. Only the center fielder and right fielder did not handle the ball. High in the air, and they may be out of trouble for the moment. Menke in foul territory, and has it, and that's the second out, with, of course, the runner's holding. Javier has popped out, grounded out, and walked, and scored a run. Six to one to score. We're in the top of the eighth. And a much better hitter, incidentally, Jim, against left-handers. I think Javier, all his career, has probably had a an average against left-handers, which is 100 points higher than his right-hand average, or pretty close to that. He's always hit well over 300 against left-hand pitchers. There was a pitch out. As Edwards thought something, nope, no, they're just going to put him off. The way he jumped out there at first, I thought Edwards might have thought for a pitch out because he quickly looked down the third. With first base open now and two out. And we have said the light hitting Dal Maxwell coming up. But each of the last two times, Dal has delivered. And he broke up the scoreless tie with a two-run single in the seventh. But it is still percentage baseball. That's the fourth walk given up by Houston pitcher. Now here's Maxwell. It's rounded to third in the third inning. But single in the sixth. And single in the seventh, driving in two runs. Strike. Six runs, nine hits, no errors for the Cardinals. One run, just four hits, no errors for the Astros. Neither starting pitchers with us. Another strike. We'll see how far up Cannon can afford to come. Won't take much of a base hit to score two more runs. Struck him out. One run on three hits. No errors and two men left. In the middle of the eighth inning, the Cardinals six, the Astros one. See the hottest things that ever wore bumblebee stripes? Just follow the mascot of the Dodge Scat Pack to where the excitement is. Isn't it a honey? The new Dart Swinger 340. Newest addition to the Dodge Scat Pack. Thin chrome exhaust, 340 cubes of moving V8, and a wild new high performance hood. Meat corn at Superbee. 83 cubic inch V8. Hood scoops on top. Scat pack excitement all over. Here comes Charger RT. Special edition. A 440 Magnum V8. Flashes of leather and wood grain luxury. A shape that's setting new records. Run with the Dodge Scat Pack. The ones that are under bumblebee stripes. New 
just itching to give you Dodge fever. Jim Simpson with Sandy Koufax from the Astrodome in Houston, Texas. We hope that your Labor Day weekend has been a long and happy and safe one. As we move to the last of the eighth inning, it is six to one, the Cardinals. Menke, Marty, Martinez, and Edwards, the batters. And of course, as White went out for Gagliano, Gagliano stays in and goes to first base. Mudcat Grant is the pitcher in relief of Carver. And here's Menke, who has been handled personally by Kurt Flood tonight. By the short center, back Kurt up deep, and then off one just over second base that Flood racing him took. Justy continues to warn for the Cardinals. Off-speed pitch, strike one for Menke. Looking around, Sandy, at baseball's top men in home runs, Reggie Jackson leads the American League with 45. The winner last year was Frank Howard with 44. McCovey leads the National League with 41. Woody won it last year with 36. RBIs, Killebrew has 116. Won by Harrelson last year with 109. There's ball one to Martinez. And McCovey won the RBI title last year with 112, and he already has 105 this year. So there are a lot more runs being scored. I think very definitely, Jim, uh, the hitters have had uh, a better year this year, collectively, uh, all over the league. Uh, I think everything is up, production, run production, hit production, and uh, it's been interesting. Martinez, a switch hitter. Now up there left-handed for the first time tonight, and that's one and one. Marty's talking to himself. Fouled off, one and two. See, those fans really trot up the aisles after the ball. Like they're going back on the ball in center field with nobody else around. Martinez, one for three tonight and hitting over 300. Just misses, 2-2. Two -two. Cardinals out in front trying to break the three-game losing streak. They've lost seven of the last nine, but they leave this one 6-1. to one. Fouled off again. Let's see, the Cubs did not play. And the Mets lost to the Dodgers. That means the Mets are now three games down in the loss column in the East of the National League. There's a strikeout. Second strikeout for Grant. Cincinnati did not play. San Francisco won, so they stay two games back in the loss column. The Dodgers won, so they stay a game back. Atlanta, though, lost, so they're now six games back to Cincinnati. And if Houston loses this, they'll be seven games back. 
John Edwards takes strike one. Edwards has walked twice and singled off the glove of White at first base. Six to one, the Cardinals. And it's one and one, Edwards. Some of the more than 24,000 with a six to one lead and two out have headed for the exits. Although it is raining outside, and I'd much rather be in here watching baseball. Two two. Ground ball. This is Mudcat Grant coming off and picking it up in foul territory. Talking about the loss column, Sandy. Everybody says it that in baseball, the players and the managers look at the loss column. So I made no attempt to talk about games behind. I only talked about the loss column. Well, Jim, I think most people figure that contenders are going to win the games that they haven't played yet, or a majority of them. So they seem to talk about the loss column more than they do the games behind situation. If the contenders don't win the games that they haven't played, that if they played less games than somebody else, well, by that time, they're not going to be contenders anymore. 2-2. I think John thought then he had ball four, but it's just ball three. I think Joe Torrey and Mudcat Grant thought they had strike three because everybody left except the umpire, and he called it ball three. Thought is three and two with two out and last of the eighth of the six to one ball game. No scoring until the seventh. Cardinals leading, long drive. Back goes Davalio, looking up. Six to two. tell you that's why visiting pitchers just hate to give up a home run in Houston. <laughs> it's insult to injury. That's the fourth home run. Lefferi now batting for Lassen James. It is six to two. And to show you how fast they are, as soon as that ball was gone, the picture John Edwards was up. There's strike one to Lefferi. Third hitting at 260. Ten home runs. 57 RBIs, one and one. And with the top of the batting order due up in the ninth inning for the Astros, barring Bleffery getting on and keeping this going, Houston's not out of it yet. Two and one. That's the fifth home run for Edwards. And he now has 44 RBIs. Ron Willis continuing to throw. 
and will come in to pitch undoubtedly the top of the ninth inning. Three and one. Well, Grant had struck out two before giving that um, that home run, hadn't walked anybody, and now he's gone to three and one on Bluffers. And there is strike two. That's Willard. fans are booing here because Bluffery, you know, he didn't realize that the call was going to come later either. Grant strikes him out. One run on Edwards' fifth home run of the year. One hit, no errors, none left. And at the end of eight complete, the Cardinals six and the Astros two. Marriage will be wonderful, Herbie. You'll be doing everything for two now, like shaving. Shaving? Yes, you'll be shaving for two. For you and for me. So I got you this Gillette Tecmatic razor. Tecmatic? Gillette Tecmatic shaves you so close. With fewer nicks and cuts and Herbie. Do you know why Tecmatic shaves so close? It adjusts. See? It adjusts. Boy, I hope I will. Do you know how to charge a battery? A set of spark plugs with the supercharger of Phillips 66 credit card. Good at every Phillips 66 station in all 50 states. Every best Western and quality courts motel. And every Hertz credit car office. The supercharger. Ask any Phillips 66 dealer for an application. And charge something. Top of the ninth inning. Of a six to two ball game. Ron Willis has come on one and two. 4.09 is earned run average. And of course, he toiled with the Cardinals for quite some time. It is from the Cardinals Farm Club, Tulsa, that the Astros got Willis. And that's strike one. The Mudcat Grant. Lassen game worked two-thirds of an inning, struck out one, and walked one. No hits. Well, this is the fourth Astro pitcher. One and one. Ron has worked 33 and a third innings since coming up. 1-1, one, one, lost 2. Had no saves. Fouled off. Still 1-2. and two. In the last of the ninth, the Astros will have Morgan, Alou, and Wynn at the top of their batting order. Strike three, and Edwards can't pick it up, and Grant is on at first base. See, after all night, Edwards battling balls in the dirt and wild pitches and things like that. He finally had one get away from him here, and it happened to be a third strike, and the man gets first base because of it. That's a wild pitch. 
That enables Grant to reach first. And here comes Lou Brock, 6-2, pitcher on at first base. And the infield comes in halfway. Kurt Flood on deck. two home runs here tonight, but the biggest was by the Cardinals' starting pitcher, Steve Carlton. It came with two men on base. 2-0 now to Brock. Nobody is in the Astro bullpen. There's a strike. As we say that, though, we see Jim Ray take off his jacket and start down to do a little throwing. Three and one, Mudcat Grant delights in just going off first base and dancing around like he's going to make the big steal. wants to get this one in there, does, and it's fouled off by Brock. Six runs, nine hits, no errors for the Cardinals. Two runs, five hits, no errors for the Astros. Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock, either Pittsburgh at Chicago or New York at Philadelphia. Depending upon the pennant race, the judgment will be made later on this week. Which game will be primary, which will be backup. Round ball, chance for Morgan in the double play at second. Steps on second, throws to first, low throw, bounces off Menke. And safe on the force play is Mark at first base. It's a tough decision for Morgan there. I think he felt that if he could handle the ball himself and make a good throw, he had a better chance of getting Brock than he did if he gave it to the shortstop. Although it's tough to feel that way with the shortstop coming right at the play, he might have been able to make a better throw. With Brock, the way he could run, I don't know if they've gotten a double play either way, though, Jim. Here's Kurt Flood, 0 for 4 in the evening. Kurt was born in Houston. Inside, ball one. No error, of course, given since the man was retired on the play. And Brock got as far only as first base. Now, Brock tonight has stolen second base and has been thrown out still in the sixth and seventh innings. thought he had it. Watching Lou over first base, he'll give a wiggle of a shoulder, take a half a step. And I'm sure he knows his pitcher, Ron Willis, very well. That's Brock. There's that wiggle of the shoulders. He's not going. Drive to center field. In comes Jimmy Wynn. Stops. Has the line drive for the second out. And Vic Davalio. Check swing, strikeout in the first, singled in the fourth, lined a sharply hit ball to the center fielder in the seventh, and doubled and later scored a run in the eighth. That's Jim Ray in the Houston bullpen. Davalio's up again. Raised his average from 194 to 241 tonight. You know what? A couple of hits and four tries will do for a man that hasn't been to bat that many times. 
the Cardinals. We are in the top of the ninth. Said he's swinging and pops it up foul. Raiders off at third base near the dugout and has it for the third out. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left in the middle of the ninth. It's St. Louis six and Houston two. We'll have an interview for you. In the meantime, the Astros need four runs to tie off Muscat Grant, the reliever for Steve Carlin. And they'll send up the top of the batting order, Joe Morgan, Jay Lou, and Jim Wynn. Uh, Morgan has struck out, walked, popped up, walked, stolen the base, and scored a run the last time up in the seventh inning. Rand has now worked one in the third innings, given up one hit and one run. And there's Baldwin. The one run and one hit he gave up. John Edwards, fifth home run of the year. Javier backing, flood coming in. Javier says he's got it. And there's one out in the ninth. Carlton gave up one run in the six and two-thirds innings he worked. Young run average leader in the National League with 1.86 before tonight. Here's Jay Alou, rounded out, popped up, doubled, and lined to center. The last two times up, Jay has hit the first pitch he's seen. Can't hit that one, it's ball one. Well, I'm sorry that Chicago at Cincinnati was rained out tonight, but I'm sure you'll agree with me that this has been a fine ball game to watch. Excellent pitching until the seventh when Don Wilson had problems. It's one and one now. And we hope we'll have you around on Saturday at 2 o'clock when we'll have either Pittsburgh at Chicago or Philadelphia at New York, 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Base hit. And so the Astros have decided not to roll up their artificial turf yet. Here comes the toy cannon, Jim Wynn. 0 for 3 tonight, plus a walk. 6 to 2 the score. One out in the ninth. Big game for the Astros if they're to stay in that West Division race in the National League. Swung at a breaking pitch, strike one. And despite the fact it was a breaking pitch, that's probably the hardest we've seen Grant throw tonight. Going mostly off-speed pitches. That's a strike. 0-2 to Jim Wynn. Trying to 
save this game for Carlton, who would wind up 16 and 7 after tonight. Breaking pitch stays inside. Win almost moved out of the way of it. It's one and two. Cardinals looking to break a three-game losing streak. Foul ball. And they'll have to hold up play here because the ball is out in left field. The Cardinal dugout has been ducking all night. Way outside, and that's where Torrey was holding his glove. 2-2. Time to get wind to go for the bad pitch. Blown away. Dodge broke it open with five in the seventh. Add another in the eighth. There's another low on the way pitch, and it's 3-2. Astros have scored in the seventh and eighth, and hope two in the ninth. Justin Horner now up and throwing again for the Cardinals. Breaking pitch foul again, and there goes that Cardinal dugout again. High in the air, in play, should be the second out. Maxville and Javier are there. Javier will take it and does for the second out. Rudin has retired both men on pop-ups here in the ninth. And that's the second straight time that Wynn has popped to Javier. Here's Tommy Davis in his first appearance for the Astros since coming over yesterday from Seattle. Rounded out the first time with the bases loaded in the third, he hit into a forced play, walked in the sixth, and singled in the seventh, driving in a run. So he is one for three. Like one. Waves him away and takes it almost over and the ball. But the Cardinals win it. Six runs, nine hits, no errors, two runs, six hits, and no errors for the Astros. And Carlton with a save from Grant, who picks up his third save on the year, all since coming over to the Cardinals, has won a 16th ball game against seven losses, and his earned run average, which leads the league of 1.86, wasn't damaged that much tonight when he gave up one run in six and two-thirds innings. As for Don Wilson, the loser, well, what a tough time he has had against the Cardinals. He lost two to one in ten innings last Thursday at St. Louis when Steve Hunts got his first major league home run. Wilson loses his tenth. He's won 16. Tonight, he had a shutout going until the seventh inning when with two out in the seventh, things fell apart. Mike Shannon drew a walk. Bill White singled him to third base. Javier walked to load the bases. Dow Maxville got a second straight hit to drive in two runs, and then Steve Carlin, the winning pitcher, hit a long home run, his first of this year, his third career home run, into the power alley in right. Other scores in the National League, first of all, as we told you, Chicago and Cincinnati rained out. Philadelphia at San Diego later on tonight. The Atlanta Braves lost their sixth consecutive home game, 7-1 to one over Pittsburgh. 
Los Angeles, 10. New York, 6. San Francisco, 12. Montreal, 2. In the American League, the New York Yankees and Seattle split a doubleheader. The Yankees won the first one 6-1. to one. Seattle the second one 5-1. to one. Detroit, in extra innings in a night game, defeated Kansas City despite the fact the Royals got a run in the last of the 10th, 5-4. to four. Baltimore shut out Chicago by the score of 8 to nothing. California and Washington split. Washington won the first one on a shutout by Joe Coleman, 4 to nothing. California came from behind to win the second, 8-7. to seven. And in a game that lengthened the lead of Minnesota over in the West, Minnesota defeated Cleveland 7-5, to five, while Oakland was losing to Boston by the score of 6-2. to two. So in the West of the American League, Oakland is now five games down on the loss column. Cincinnati did not play tonight. San Francisco remains two games down the loss column. The Dodgers who won remain one game. But Atlanta is now six games down. Jim Simpson with Sandy Koufax. The final score here, the St. Louis Cardinals six, the Houston Astros two.